Hey, all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Hey, all you out there in TV land. How you doing? How was your week? Uh, we had a, a good week, except it's been very hot. About a hundred and three average for the last two weeks. Not very fun, especially when you have to go do some chores. I try to do all my chores, like all my errands and stuff uh, in the morning. Sometimes that's unavoidable. You got to go in the afternoon and it is miserable. But I've been living in this weather for 20 years now and I'm used to it. And it goes away very, very soon. Probably by, well, okay, maybe October it starts to go away, (laughs) but that's okay. Alrighty, so today I'm going to be talking about I Love Lucy Season 6, Episode 6, Off to Florida. This episode aired on November 12th, 1956. And I looked up the music and the movies, so I kind of want to go over that with you a little bit. Because, just think about it, you're, you're about to sit down to watch I Love Lucy, and you're playing your record player, and the number one hit of this week is Elvis Presley, Love Me Tender. Great song. That was was the number one hit from November 3rd to December 7th. So over a month. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, Before that, right before uh, this was, uh, this aired, um, the number one songs were Elvis Presley, Don't Be Cruel, and Hound Dog. So he was like pretty much ruling the airwaves uh, in 1956. Some other pop artists of 1956 include Bill Haley and his Comets, Chuck Berry, another great one, Dean Martin, Eddie Fisher, Elvis Presley, Fats Domino, Sinatra. I'm just looking at the ones I recognize. <laughs> Little Richard, Nat King Cole, Pat Boone. I've talked about Pat Boone on my Ozzy Osbourne podcast. Um... The Platters, love them too. And I wondered what the top movies were of 1956. Uh, Can you guess what the top movie was? November 1956. It was The Ten Commandments. It was released on October 5th, 1956. But it was still number one in November. Uh, Then they also have Around the World in 80 Days. Which, I don't... No, is that the one that's like Rat Race? No, that's a different one. That's The Great Escape. Okay, my bad, sorry. Giant with, um, um, what's his name? Uh, good-looking young guy. What's his name? Oh my gosh, James Dean. Can't forget about James Dean. He died right near where I live in, uh, in, he did off, he died off the, uh, the one, why can I, why can I not remember the freeway today? The 46, Highway 46. Oh my gosh. He died off Highway 46. Racing cars. Okay. Oh, and The King and I. That was also a number one movie. Alright. Now, um, my theme is still like vacations, summer vacations, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Lucy, in this one she goes to Florida. She actually stays there for quite a few episodes. And then I want to say in the same, like, group of episodes she also goes to Cuba and that was another option I was gonna do where they go to Cuba and meet Ricky's family but I decided to do this one because um 
I know this is a favorite of a lot of people, including mine. So, all right, let's get started. All right, well, Lucy walks in the house with a whole bunch of boxes. Like, I guess back in those days, they used to pack everything up in boxes, like at the department stores. Definitely don't do that now. You barely even get a bag now. <laughs> but um, she has a whole bunch of stuff because they're going on a trip to Florida. And, um, and Ricky is talking about how she lost her house key three times in a month. Wow, I thought I was bad losing my keys. So... Little Ricky, so cute. He walks in and he's like, I caught a fish. And it's a cute little, like, you know, kids fishing pole with little fish attached. Adorable. And, uh, and she's showing little Ricky, like, what she bought him for the trip. She bought him, like, a captain's hat. And then Ricky picks up Lucy's bathing suit she bought. It's like a one piece. He's like, Look, mommy got you a bathing suit. And she's like, That's for me. And he's like, Huh? And she's like, well, it, don't worry, it stretches. Well, see that it does. Funny. And then uh, she also gives him a wallet. And, uh, you know, she wa- he wants to know, what's it for? Oh, it's to keep things like personal things like pictures and money and mem- notes, whatever. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, Ricky's all excited because he's like a big boy. You know, I, I could really, I got a son who likes to be a big boy. And then uh, Ricky goes over their itinerary. So he tells her they're going, is it on a train? I think it's a train. They're going on a train from New York to North Miami. And then they're going to meet them up there. I don't know why they're not going all together, but they don't really explain it. So it's not a big deal. And Lucy says, okay, don't, don't lose those tickets, Lucy. You put them somewhere safe, you know, and he's... She's like, all right, well, let me put it here. No, 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 maybe that won't work. Let me put it in here. No, that's not going to work either. There's probably a safer place. And little Ricky says, why don't you put him in my wallet, mommy? Uh, since little Ricky's going with Ricky and Fred, I don't think that would be a good place to put it. But, you know, whatever. Now, um, how many of you guys have had this problem where you're like, okay, I'm going to put these concert tickets somewhere safe. Put them here. Like, like, it's like something that you have to have until the event. Like, let's say like five months, six months till the event. You got to have them somewhere safe. So, you know, I've definitely been in Lucy's position like this where I'm trying, okay, okay, not there, not there. Where's a really good place? And I got to tell my husband where they are too, you know. So now we put every important document or anything we have to, we need to save, we put it in our gun safe. Well, there's a big problem. Morning. Now, Ethel, don't get panicky. Now, Ethel, don't get panicky. I'll find them. Lucy, don't tell me you've lost our train tickets. Don't get panicky, Ethel. Look, all I have to do is call him on the telephone and tell him to wire me some more money. Oh, yeah, that'll be great, except for one thing. What's that? They're out on a boat where they can't be reached. Oh, 
Darn it. Honestly, Lucy. Yeah, I'd say that's a problem. Can't get a hold of them. And they don't have... So then they they, they, they pull their money together. They, they don't have enough to get, a, you know, two train tickets to Florida. I wonder how much that was back then. I did figure out that the train trip from New York to Miami is one day and five hours. Uh, wow. That's a long time. I wonder if it was even longer back then. I don't know, but that's what it is right now. <laughs> uh, so however they get over there, they kind of have to coordinate with that schedule. You know, they need to, because Ricky thinks they're coming on the train. So they have to try to get there at the, around the same time that they would be picking them up. So it's kind of tricky. Uh, but they realize they don't have enough money to get their train tickets. And then Lucy decides to see if anybody's doing ride sharing. Back then, it was very safe, I guess. I mean, this is definitely unheard of now. But uh, she finds a, a person who's leaving New York and going to Florida at the same time. And then the next scene, they're in the car with a lady. Her name is uh, Mrs. Grundy. And I guess I looked at the trivia and I guess her real her first name is Edna, but they never call her Edna. They just call her Mrs. Grundy. And uh, she's a very chipper lady. She's singing la la while they're, while they're driving. They're driving a convertible and Lucy and Ethel are <laughs> in the front seat. And uh, you know how you, you like when we were kids, we had to squeeze in the front seat between our parents that's what this is this is like that and uh all their luggage is in the back <laughs> and she's like I'm s I hope you know if you're not you know there's enough room for you and Lucy's like oh yeah it's fine and Ethel's like uh no we're pretty cramped in here you know but beggars can't be choosers they had to find a trip to Miami and very fast Mrs. Grundy uh I'm getting a little hungry so am I after all, we have been on the road since 6.30 this morning. Well, we've got to push on if we're going to get to Florida in two and a half days. Well, I know, but it's 1.30 already, and don't you think we'd better start looking for a place to eat? We can't stop and dawdle for things like lunch. <laughs> Aren't you ever going to stop and eat? Oh, didn't I tell you to pack a lunch? <laughs> No, you didn't tell us to pack a lunch. We thought we'd stop along the road. All you find on the road are hot dog and hamburger stands. Well, what's that you're eating? It's a watercress sandwich. <laughs> well, I guess you wouldn't find too many watercress sandwich stands along the road. <laughs> Well, this sounds like a nightmare drive to me. She won't stop for food. She's just so chipper. Like She just want, makes me want to smack her. She's so chipper about everything. Um, and she's a little eccentric. And uh, so what's watercress, you ask? I was very curious myself. Watercress is a dark leafy green that grows in natural spring water. Historically, people have used watercress as little more than a garnish. Now, however, it's seeing a resurgence in popularity as one of the latest superfoods. Well, superfoods. Like kale. Yeah, not a fan of this stuff. I've, I've never had watercress, but I'm not a fan of kale, so... I don't know what it's compared to. Uh, it looks like... I don't know what it looks like. 
it looks like four leaf clovers. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's like with little sticks attached, with little, you know, stems attached to it. Okay. Then I had another I, I, another thought about this, this scene we just listened to. What restaurants were around back then? She says there's hot dogs and hamburger stands. So I looked this up. The top 10 oldest fast food chains in the world. I really wanted to know. I know I don't think these are drive through but these kind of surprised me. Burger King opened in 1953, and the headquarters is on Miami-Dade County, Florida. Now, I don't know what they would have stopped at. I don't know, you know, a lot of these places have different names when they first open. Um, yeah, it was founded in 1953 as Insta-Burger King. Uh... So that's that one. And then Sonic. Sonic! Drive-thru. Founded June 18th, 1953. In Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Um, I'm just looking at the thing here. It was called the Top Hat Stand. So that could have been a place they stopped at. The Top Hat Stand. Uh, Jack in the Box, February 21st, 1951. From uh, The headquarters are in San Diego. I didn't never knew that. Uh, Jack in the Box was founded by so-and-so. Peterson already owned a small chain of restaurants called Topsy's Drive-In. Okay. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts, 1948. Wow. Massachusetts. Canton, Massachusetts. I love Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, 1948... It was a place called Open Kettle at first. Open Kettle. Uh, In-N-Out Burger. We all know In-N-Out over here in the... What are they called? The West Coast. I'm not a fan of this place, but everybody and their mom loves it. Uh, In-N-Out Burger started in October 22nd, 1948. In Irvine, California. Um, Yeah, it's only in California, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Texas, and Oregon. Oh, there's one in Texas. Um, I highly doubt she went to an in and out especially since she's on the East Coast. <laughs> Dairy Queen, June 22nd, 1940. Now, she could have gone to a Dairy Queen. And this one, the 1940, they sold... Oh, wait, this is... Okay. Um, it used to be an ice cream shop, and they called it the Dairy Queen. McDonald's. May 15th, 1940. Chicago, Illinois. So, Ray Kroc invented the company. But, he basically, like, started over with the company. And they never, nobody really knows who owned McDonald's at first. It was Richard and Maurice McDonald. And, uh, I have a good movie to recommend about McDonald's. It's not Super Size Me. <laughs> it is not McMillions. But it's called The Founder. It's with Michael Keaton. And it's the history of McDonald's. And how greedy he was. And how much of a jerk he was. Ray Kroc was a jerk, man. And you can see it in this movie. Like, basically, he was going door to door selling knives or something. Or selling, he was selling, like, something. No, it wasn't knives. He was selling something out of the trunk of his car. I can't remember, guys, but... It's a good movie. I keep trying to get my husband to watch it, but he doesn't want to. But it's really good. Uh, okay. 
And then KFC was founded in 1930. Damn, that's a long time ago. Uh, and, and of course, Louisville, Kentucky. And Harlan Sanders, Colonel Sanders. He really did exist. Um, White Castle, September 13th, 1921. Wow, I did not know it was that old. I don't have a White Castle here. But there is one on the way to Vegas, which is about four hours from me. It's like it's like right on the border, right before you get to Vegas. Uh, White Castle found 1921. Damn, in Wichita, Kansas. That is a long time ago. So maybe they stopped at a White Castle. Who knows? A&W, June 20th, 1919. That's even older. 1919. Also in, Lex also in Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky. And that's it, guys. Those are the 10 oldest fast food restaurants. I hope I didn't make you too hungry here. I'm hungry now, and I just had dinner. All right, so moving on with the episode. Ethel and Lucy are eating the watercress sandwich because Mrs. Grundy shared it with them, and Lucy's like, Bleh. She makes a funny, you know, signature Lucy face. And Ethel apparently seems to like it, or she's just really hungry because she wants Lucy's piece, and Lucy's like, nope, I'm eating this. So, uh, that's all they, that's all they have all day. Watercress sandwich. Ew. I didn't even see anybody have water or anything. Yeah, that doesn't sound too pleasant. So, so it shows them stopping, like, off the side of the road, like, in a, in a forest or a field or something. I don't know where the hell, you could hear crickets. And she's like, okay, Betty bye time. And Lucy's and Letho are like, I don't see any hotels. And she goes... Oh, no, no, we're going to sleep here. She goes, what? And she's like, didn't I tell you to bring a sleeping bag? She's just so, ugh. And Lucy gets testy with her. She Literally, that's the word she uses. Don't get testy with me, Missy. <laughs> and uh, so she's like, well, where are we going to sleep? Because they didn't bring anything. They didn't bring a blanket. They didn't bring a sleeping bag because they didn't know about it. She didn't tell them. So... I don't know where the hell she's going to sleep. I don't, I, maybe she had a tent. It looked like she had a tent and a sleeping bag with her. Like maybe like two two bags of like so a tent and a sleeping bag. And Lucy and Ethel were like, where are we going to sleep? And she goes, well, the car is comfortable. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep out there in the woods or wherever the hell they were. I am not a camper and I I am not a fan of out sleeping outdoors. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a nightmare trip. It really is. Also, she says, well, it's 1230 now. I want to get on the road at four in the morning. And it's seriously, like four hours, four hours of sleep and you're good. Wow. I wouldn't want to drive with somebody that's only had four hours of sleep. Okay, so that same morning they're driving, Lucy and Ethel are asleep. And Mrs. Grundy has the radio on. And the announcer is saying, Evelyn Holmby. The hatchet murderer is still at large, you know, this this whole news story about it. And she turns it off right before the girls wake up. And they get a flat tire. Well, I guess this is a chance for me to catch a little cat nap. A nap? Now? Who's going to change the tire? Well, after all, I've been doing all the driving. I'm sure you two wouldn't mind changing a tire. <laughs> You'll find everything you need in the trunk. 
hope we find a mechanic back there. <laughs> I don't know anything about changing a tire. I do. I watched Ricky and Fred on our trip to California. It's a cinch. It is? Oh, she's got a lot of gadgets in here. Yep. There's a hammer. It's sort of a bent-looking thing. Yeah. Here's a, a hatchet. I wonder what she does with this. I just love that line by Ethel. I hope we find a mechanic back there. I agree. I don't know how to change a tire. I've, I've watched people do it, but I wouldn't remember. I mean, you could probably just YouTube it now. But back then, they didn't have it, you know. And how rude. Change my tire. It's like, it's going to take you five seconds to do it. I understand she's tired and all, but like, Ethel and Lucy don't drive. They don't have their licenses. We established that. Well, oh, wait. No, hold up a minute. I think Lucy does have her license. We established this in the episodes where they go to Hollywood. Lucy has to, uh, she learns how to drive. Uh, and she apparently gets her license, but we never hear about it. But she does get her license because she, she drives when she goes to Connecticut, when they move to Connecticut too. Yeah. So she's, she drives. So I guess she could have helped drive, but whatever. I digress. Now, um, I forgot to mention who plays... Mrs. Grundy. If you have seen Mary Poppins, you'll recognize her. She plays Katie Nana. The original Mary Poppins, obviously, from 1964. Katie Nana, she was the one that threatened to quit because the kids were acting up. And uh, you, she has a very distinguished voice. Like, you could recognize her. Uh, she's also in, I have some other stuff here. She was in a lot of stuff from uh, the 60s and the 50s. And... I have it right here. She was in a lot of stuff, guys. I'm not going to go over it all, but she was in movies with Cary Grant, Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby? Did I read that right? I got to get my eyes checked. It wasn't Bing Crosby, sorry. <laughs> Shelley Winters, Danny Kay. A lot of people. She was in the original That Darn Cat. Oh, here it is, Mary Poppins. Yeah, okay. I was looking for it earlier, but yeah, there we go. And she was also on The Wonderful World of Disney uh, from night Doesn't say what year. I Love Lucy, The 11th Hour, and The Man from Uncle. Then she was in an Elvis Presley movie, Easy Come, Easy Go. She's a singer, as well as an actress. And she is British. But you really can't tell, because she doesn't really have a British accent in this. Okay. Moving on. This is gonna get funny. Well, it is always funny, but it's gonna get it's gonna get good now. So Lucy thinks she knows how to change a tire, but she doesn't. And she's trying to be, you know, Miss Badass over here trying to impress Ethel. And Ethel is impressed. But uh the tire changing goes horribly wrong when she I don't know what happens, but <laughs> It come the jack comes up through the the hood of the car. That can't be a good thing. And I don't know how they hide that from her. <laughs> and, uh, and they're looking at it like in amazement and shock. And Ethel says, "Is it supposed to do that?" Hilarious, just freaking hilarious, man. And then Lucy tries to hammer the jack back down to the ground. Oh, this poor car. It's a beautiful convertible, too. Very, very sad that the car's damaged. And after all of this, she realizes she put the flat tire on instead of the good tire. Oh, my God. That is frustrating. 
And then she throws a little fit with a little Ricky tantrum with his Spanish speaking. All right, well, they're still parked in the next scene. They haven't, she hasn't woken up from her nap yet. <laughs> and Lucy and Ethel are trying to get some sleep in the car, and they turn the radio on and hear this. Now here's the latest bulletin on the Evelyn Holmby case. Police have definitely established that Evelyn Holmby, famous gray-haired hatchet murderess who escaped from New York State Prison Thursday, is heading south in a cream-colored convertible coupe. Stand by for further bulletins. And now back to our recorded music. What'd you turn it off for? Did you hear what he said? Yeah, so what? Which way are we heading? South. Exactly. Gray-haired, cream-colored convertible. Oh, Lucy, that's just a coincidence. But think, it all fits. Likes to drive in the dark, won't stop at motels, uses back roads. Just why do you suppose she uses back roads? She told us to save time. Oh, sure. She uses back roads to avoid the police. Oh, Lucy, I don't believe it. The woman they're looking for is a hatchet murderess. She doesn't look like a... Hatchet! <laughs> it, uh... We're just jumping to conclusions. She brought that hatchet along to, uh... <laughs> to, uh... To what? Chop water, Chris? <laughs> okay, well, once they realize what's going on, they want to try to make a run for it, so they're trying to get out of the car, and at that same moment, Mrs. Grundy comes back from her nap and says, Okay, time to go! And now, I don't know if this is the same day or not, because they stopped in the afternoon uh, to she could take like a little nap, remember? So, this is nighttime. This is 4.30 in the morning. So, uh, Lucy said it's 4.30 in the morning before uh, that scene. So, or before the clip I post I played. So, uh, I would believe that this is the next night, but it doesn't really matter at this point. So they think that she, they're traveling with a hatchet murderess. That's they call it a hatchet murderess. And they really have nowhere to go. They're in the middle of a swamp. They're in South Carolina. I think she said they were in South Carolina. They're pretty close. Well, I don't actually, they might be somewhere farther now because they were in South Carolina when the, they got a flat tire. So I don't know where they are. They, they must be pretty close to Florida. So they, they might be like in the Everglades by now. Miami's way down, if I remember right. Miami's way down. So now they have to figure out how to get it, how to escape or how to tell somebody what's going on here. And then Lucy has some good points, you know. She doesn't like to stop anywhere. She takes back roads. I mean, and they have a hatchet in the, in the car. And they're going the same direction. It gets funnier, though. So Ethel and Lucy are trying their hardest not to fall asleep, but Lucy finally does. Ethel's already asleep, Lucy falls asleep. And Mrs. Grundy turns on the radio, and here's this. Up the news from Washington today, and here's the latest bulletin on Evelyn Holmby, escaped hatchet murderess. Police have learned that before leaving New York, she dyed her gray hair red and is heading south with a blonde companion. <laughs> Very pretty. 
we got to call the police. How are we going to get her to stop? What are you two muttering about? Oh. <laughs> nothing, nothing. I, I, I just remembered that I, I, I left the water running in my bathtub before I left New York. I got to stop someplace and call my landlady. I thought you said she was your landlady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> landlady, my tub's running over. <laughs> just remember that I, I've got to stop to... I've got to make a, a phone call. So Lucy and Ethel think they're traveling with the hatchet murderess, and Mrs. Grundy thinks that the hatchet murderess is her in her car. Hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. So they all think everybody's a killer. Um, <laughs> I love, love, love when uh, she catches Mrs. Grundy looking at her hair and they have that little freak out. Who died? My hair! Love it, love it. And then... I have to tell my landlady by, uh, my what? <laughs> I forgot to turn my faucet off. Oh my God. Hilarious. Um, so yeah. So then they find a place to stop and they're both, bo- both Lucy Ethel and, uh, Mrs. Grundy. They're all trying to get help because they all, you know, they all think that they're about to be killed. So this is the next scene. <laughs> Sorry, ladies, uh, that phone's out of order. Coffee, ladies? Yes. Coffee? Yes, let's have some coffee. Let's be from the north. <laughs> New York. New York, yeah. Heading south. South. <laughs> All three of us. Me, this redhead, and this blonde. <laughs> you notice how gray her hair is? Have some more coffee? Um, yes, I'd like a second. Helping. Oh. <laughs> Helping. <laughs> when will your telephone be fixed? First thing tomorrow morning. Oh, oh. I've got to fetch something out of the car. Oh. <laughs> I'll be right back. She's going out to get the hatchet. She's yeah. a hatchet murderer. Oh. She's the one that escaped. Yeah, the police are looking for her. How can we get in touch with the police? Now, now calm yourself, ma'am. They just caught that hatchet lady in Kentucky. They did? Yeah, I just heard it on the radio before you all came in. Oh. You and your wild ideas. Well. <laughs> I just love it. First of all, in that scene, they're trying to get his attention by doing like motions of like cutting throats, you know, and like hitting somebody with a hatchet, you know, like both of all, all of them are. They're all trying to get his attention. And it's all quiet and they're all doing it behind each other's backs. It's hilarious. It's kind of more visuals than anything. It's, you know, clipping it doesn't really do it justice. But uh, 
<laughs> and, and then she leaves them. She leaves them, leaves her suitcases, thank God. She just throw their suitcases out and like it took off. And uh the guy yeah, and then you know, they find out that that the, the hatchet murderer murderess has been caught already. And now they're screwed. They have no way to get to Florida. So Lucy says, well, I guess we're going to have to walk. It's about 100 miles. And it's either that or hitchhike. So Ethel's like, all right, I guess we're hitchhiking. So they, they, they the next scene, they're walking up to the train station with a whole bunch of feather, plucking feathers out of their clothes. And uh, they talk about how they were <laughs> they were on a poultry truck with 100 life chickens. <laughs> Oh, too funny. That is such a sitcom thing right there, isn't it? A sitcom trope, as you will. Sorry, ladies, that, that phone's out of order. <laughs> coffee, ladies? Yes. Coffee? Yes, Co let's have some coffee. Yeah, let's have a cup of coffee, huh? <laughs> Here, we won't need these. <laughs> be from the north. <laughs> New York. New York, yeah. Heading south. South. <laughs> All three of us. Me, this redhead, and this blonde. <laughs> you notice how gray her hair is? Have some more coffee? Um, yes, I'd like a second. Helping. Oh. <laughs> Helping. <laughs> First thing tomorrow morning. Oh, oh. I've got to fetch something out of the car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. She's going out to get the hatchet. She's yeah. a hatchet murderer. Oh. She's the one that escaped. Yeah, the police are looking for her. How can we get in touch with the police? Now, now calm yourself, ma'am. They just caught that hatchet lady in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, I just heard it on the radio before you all came in. You and your wild ideas. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I wouldn't be too happy with little Ricky. If he's the one who put the tickets in there, or did she put the tickets in there? Because we never really find out, do we? We never really find out if it was her or him. Like, you know how kids pick up things? You know, my kid does it all the time. I find the remotes everywhere, you know? But he, um... We don't know if he did it or she did it. It didn't really explain it. But I want to know, <laughs> how does Lucy explain this one? Like, really, how do you explain this one? How do you explain that you got all the way to Florida, except for like 100 miles, 100, you're 100 miles away from, from Miami, and you, you lost your ride? Like, how do you explain that? I don't know. I, I, it would have been nice to see that. So I have a little bit of trivia about this episode. Um, where is it? Sorry. Sorry, guys. Trivia. 
Okay, I'm gonna read it here. Mrs. Grundy stops to sleep at midnight. She wants to be back on the road at 4 a.m. It's very unlikely that she could have driven well after only four hours of sleep. That's what I said. Uh, this is the first episode where Ricky's common angry Spanish uttering is given specific notice. In the later seasons, Ricky started to say the same thing every time he got mad, unlike the actual Spanish dialogue used in the earlier seasons. We learned from Lucy in this episode that the common phrase Ricky says is Mira que tiene cosa mujer esta. Look. Mira, look. What this woman... Cosa? Okay, I'll have to ask my husband what this says. Oh, this is not... <laughs> I should have read the next sentence. This is not even proper Spanish grammar. It literally translates as, look at that, he or she has thing woman is located. Huh? According to the DVD's guest cast list, Mrs. Grundy's first name is Edna. Uh, and that's pretty much it, guys. And I told you what, what uh, Mrs. Grundy was in. And little Ricky, so it's such a cutie. He's such a cutie. All right, uh, that's that's that episode. Um, a lot of it's, you know, I love I love recapping Lucy episodes, but a lot of it is visual, and it's so hard unless you're not watching this episode with me. Uh, you can find this episode on Hulu. It's also on Paramount Plus, which is a great. If you guys don't have Paramount Plus, you got to get it. It's awesome. Um, my kid loves it because Paw Patrol's on there. I mean, you can watch any all the old Nickelodeon shows, all the old MTV shows. Oh, gosh. Just a lot of stuff is on there. A lot of old movies. Anything that was Paramount, uh, CBS, 90210, Melrose Place, all those Fox shows are on there. Um, not all the Fox shows, but 90210 is. Just whatever was on CBS All Access basically turned into Paramount+. Plus. So, just my little plug there. Um, I don't have any podcasts to talk about this week. Um, I'm still finding some new ones though and uh i will i'm still kind of into the true crime stuff i did find one called crime junkie that's a pretty good one uh, i've only heard a couple episodes but it was it was pretty good so uh, i put up my schedule for august and i want to explain that a little bit i usually do themes every month but I realized that I've been I've been podcasting for seven months now. I started last December, and that's a pretty good accomplishment. First of all, a lot of people don't even last six episodes, so yay, yay for me. But I realized that I looked at the like my my uh, my cover photo, you know, on my on my on my webpage, and I'm like, I haven't even talked about half of these shows, you know. So I decided to do dramas next month dramas I guess you could call them uh not PG <laughs> uh the Sopranos oh I, I shouldn't have told you what they were I wanted to be a surprise but if you guys go to my um my Facebook page at when TV was great podcast and join in there uh my schedule is up there um and like I said I'm gonna be I'm gonna be taking a vacation at the end of August so I will not have a podcast the last week of August which is not you know it's fine but um I really have some good stuff coming up, guys. Um, as far as July goes, next week I'll be doing my favorite 90210 episode called, I think it's just called The Camping Trip, where they go to Yosemite, or they go 
halfway to Yosemite. I don't think they even get to Yosemite. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. I have to watch it again. And then after that, uh, ne- the week after that will be Married with Children, the camping show. It's another really good one. So those are July's. August is on my page. I'm not going to give you any spoilers. Of course, I just told you what one of them was. I'm doing a Sopranos episode. But which one? We don't know. You got to go look. And uh, I think that is it. Uh, make sure you uh, follow me on Facebook. I'll repeat it again. When TV was great podcast. That's my group on there. And uh, be sure to leave me a review on iTunes. Um, it's very important that you do that because it'll get a little more rec- my podcast will get a little more recognition. Oh, and I also want to say I I'm do uh, I've gotten a lot more listeners. So I'm very glad if you guys have been sharing my podcast with people or just, you know, word of mouth. I'm very, very, very grateful for that. I went from seven podcast downloads per week to 101. It's pretty good. Yeah. So I hope you guys who just found me, welcome. And I hope you guys stay with me. I have a lot of good stuff coming up. And I think that is it. I feel like I had something else to say, but I guess I don't. All right, guys, stay safe, stay cool. See you next week.